because Maine Coons are real fat mm-hmm. cats. Yeah. Like, and so we, that resemble raccoons. Uh-huh. And so we say Maine Coon fat. When we see raccoons toddling around, we say Maine Coon fat. <laughs> and then when we see a dead raccoon, we say Maine Coon flat. No! <laughs> That's so sad! Yeah. Wow, little family rituals are weird. Yeah, they really are. Mm-hmm. Families are weird. Speaking of families. We <laughs> said we weren't keeping any of that in. I know, I know. I just thought that would be a really funny I, transition. You're not wrong. It is a funny transition. You are correct. We'll see what whimsical mood you're in when you go to edit this. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Hi, guys. You either started with <laughs> roadkill stories or this mug clink to Karma Coffee. Karma <laughs> Coffee? <laughs> oh, my God. I almost popped into like an old timey like, let us tell you about Karma Coffee, the most magnificent sponsors in all the land, which... Is true, to be honest. For real. But, like, I don't know why my brain wanted to say it in, like, a show tunesy like... I don't know. Old Gather 20s round. guy on the radio. Yeah. I love that. You know, podcasts really are, like, old-timey radio. Yeah. I love it so much. We used to listen to the six-minute podcast um, with my fourth graders. Yeah. And it's, like, old-time radio. Like the mystery radio shows. I love that. It was so cool. Well, and I used to listen in college to a podcast called Welcome to Night Vale. <gasps> so good. Zoe loves it. They're coming to Omaha. They're recording really? a show here. That's so cool. Or they just did. I love that. I haven't, excuse me, listened to Welcome to Night Vale in yes. such a long time. But honestly, that might be a whimsical thing to go to. Yeah. Zoe loves it. She that she went to Minneapolis one time. She went to Wisconsin one time. I think I need to give myself permission to not catch up. Yes, you don't need to catch up. There's um, so much. How long have I been out of college? I mean, just a little bit. When I got my master's degree in 2012, that's now 11 years ago. I am not catching up on 11 years of content. Oh my god, that was 11 years ago. I was like, no, that's not. I have kids older than that. And then I was like, oh yeah, I have kids older than 11. <laughs> My math brain is not online today. That's okay. Luckily, you don't really need to do math in podcasting. Yeah. Unless you're adding together all of your streams and plays and downloads, which <gasps> we just hit 2,500 for that. So. I'm so excited for Thanks us. Thanks for listening, you guys. <laughs> That's so exciting. Whether you watch us on YouTube or you listen on a podcast platform, thank you. Thank We're you. Thank you. We're so grateful. I couldn't believe it. That's so many. It really is. I'm here for it. Think of all the people who have us like in their little ear holes or watch us in their little living rooms. Yeah, on their little phony bobs. We really are doing life together because we're here in my living room chilling out on our couch and people chill out on their couches and listen to us. Yeah. We're happy to be with you folks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I think we're honored. (laughs) I am for sure. (sighs) Yeah. It's not it's not every podcast that gets to 2500 streams no, and downloads. Definitely and not. Plays. So, yeah. 
Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Yay. Doing life together. You and me and us and you. Yeah. I wanted to finish the song, but good. I didn't feel like coming up with lyrics. <laughs> that was good. I like it. So I like it a lot. Um, and speaking of official podcasty things, hi, I'm Kayla. <laughs> and I'm Ashley. Welcome to your soul. Welcome. A podcast of healing out loud for humans spelunking through their deepest hearts. Yeah. Chest voice yeah. and do not do it in my head voice. You do good. Because usually it's their deepest hearts. Yeah. Yeah. I just bellowed it in yeah. my big old chest voice and it felt kind of powerful. It was good. It was good. It's always good. It's because I'm the tits. Yeah. <laughs> I said that in front of my mom the other day. Yes. She's like, what? And I was like, yeah, that's the tits. And she's like, that's what I thought you said. And then said nothing else. I was like, okay. I love it. I love that so much. Welcome to your 35-year-old independent daughter. She's going to say phrases like the tits. It's the tits. And you know what? She didn't say anything about my language. She didn't chastise you? No. Good for her. I think she's decided that it's a lost battle. Yeah. And as she should. Well, good for her and good for you. Good for you both to be well, where you are in life. When you repeatedly set the boundaries mm-hmm. you choose, mm-hmm. you get to live the life of peace you want. Wow. Yeah. And it totally takes some time sometimes. Yeah. Because I would get, I would hear about my language. Like every F-bomb I dropped for like, I don't know, several years. Probably like three or four years. Throughout the course of when I decided that I didn't give a fuck if I was cursing in front of my parents. Mm -hmm. And I don't know when that fell off, but I feel like it was at least like three or four years there. Do you remember the first time you cussed in front of your parents? Mm -mm. I remember... Do you? The very first time I cussed in front of my dad. <gasps> Not my mom, but I remember the very first time I cussed in front of my dad. And what did he say? Nothing. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I don't know. I think he was just like, I think he just shook his head or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I said it and I was like, <gasps> I was 20 years old. Oh, baby girl. And drunk. At a resort in Mexico with my family. Oh, my. I was with my mom and my dad and my sister and my brother and my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And we were out sitting in the pool and we had been drinking all day because it is a, it is legal to right. drink when right. you're 18 in Mexico. And mm-hmm. I was 20, so I was drinking at the pool with my siblings and my parents. Mm-hmm. And I said the F word in front of my dad. And everybody, everybody knew I didn't cuss in front of me. my whole family cusses like sailors, like uh-huh. a lot. Um, and 
and everybody knew I didn't cuss in front of my dad. And then I did, and everybody was like, whoa! And I was like, and I almost cried, like it was a whole big thing. Oh, muffin. Yeah. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Because a lot of things have changed in my life, but, like, yeah. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, that is ridiculous for me at 20 years old to have. Well, she didn't know. 20-year-old Ashley didn't know. She was doing the best she could. I know, but. I know. She just wanted her dad to love her. I know she did. <laughs> she was trying so hard. Mm-hmm. Honey girl, you don't gotta try that hard. It's true. You don't gotta try. Speaking of trying and family boundaries and being your whole human self in front of your family. You don't gotta try. You don't gotta try. And also, this episode we are talking about the holidays yeah, and how to be yourself at the fullest volume available to you yeah, right now because we're getting ready to head into Thanksgiving and then whatever holiday you might yes. celebrate in December. And I also want to make sure to mention, because Ashley said that this was important for us to mention, yeah. like this is applicable to like the 4th of July. Easter, if you celebrate, like whatever family function, it Labor Day, whatever like Sunday, Sunday brunch, fun day. Yeah. Sunday fun day. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to Sunday fun day if you don't want to. Well, yeah, a you don't have to do anything. You can you fucking can just, stay at home, yeah. and that gets to be okay. Yeah. Mhm. Yep. You can buy store-bought cookies and not bake anything and you can bring them in the package that they came in at the store because who gives a fuck if random aunt Susie so-and-so doesn't like that that's not a good metaphor for me because my aunts wouldn't give a shit (laughs) but I know other people would yeah you know yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah give yourself permission to a not even go and B, to change your circumstances in a way that suits your peace. Because that's really what I think we hoped this episode would bring is mm-hmm. avenues to deeper personal peace for you. Mm-hmm. Because when you are in a state of people pleasing and when you're in a state of feeling like you're walking on eggshells around people, that's exhausting. That's so tiring. It is. And as scary as it feels to be more of yourself out loud, it's less exhausting than pretending to be something you're not. Right. And if somebody has a problem with it and they have something to say, let them say their piece and address it and like either move on or like leave and go where you are supported and loved and not criticized. Right. Like... Be in spaces where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Yes. I heard that on Queer Eye. And oh I was my like, God. Yes. Say it again. Um, be in spaces where you're celebrated, not tolerated. That makes me want to cry. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Karamo said that. Karamo. Fuck, I love Karamo. I love them all. Be in places where you are celebrated and not tolerated. Mm hmm. I'm going to be on Queer Eye. 
know I don't need to be on Queer Eye, but I want to. God, that is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Because when you put yourself in places where you're celebrated, you get to be all of yourself. Yeah. Like that celebration (gasps) gets to build your embodied evidence that you are worthy of celebration. Yes. And the more worthy you feel of celebration, the more you out loud you get to be. Yes. And. And that feels so good, guys. It feels so good. That's fucking hot. You sound like Paris Hilton. (laughs) Well. And I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, But really, it does. It feels good. Like, and I didn't realize that it did. Yeah. And it felt comfortable. I didn't think that, you know, I think for a long time I went through life so uncomfortable and out of alignment that I didn't realize. How good it could be? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're we're telling you, you guys, for real, if you have thus far (sighs) struggled to put up boundaries or you've only put up like little baby ones. I don't want to say only because that was minimizing. No, I'm yeah. sorry. I retract that. Um, if awareness. you've been practicing setting boundaries, like the better that feels, the more boundaries you set. Yes. Right? Like when you get to the point where you've created a space for yourself inside a family holiday or outside a family holiday because you mm-hmm. are not going because that's not a place for you. Mm-hmm. It feels so peaceful. Yes. And it might also be accompanied by loneliness or sadness or feeling left out the first time you don't go to something. Yes. That could totally happen. So honor the duality that it feels both good and bad, right? Like sad and powerful. Um, Uncomfortable and peaceful. Yes. Absolutely. For example, um, we live about two and a half hours away from my family, and we live in the Midwest, so the weather is unpredictable. Is really unpredictable, especially at Christmas time. So, like Christmas Eve to Christmas Day, end of December, in the upper Midwest, it is so unpredictable. So. Once we moved two hours and two and a half hours ish away from most of my family, um, I decided that we needed to plan for our major family Christmas gathering, mm-hmm. like on a weekend, hopefully earlier in the month. Sure. So that way we could go, we could hopefully stay overnight or like have mm-hmm. some leeway if there, you know, needs to be a travel day or whatever. And that way we can be home in our home mm-hmm. Christmas Eve to Christmas morning because that is always what's most important for me for tradition for our kids to be home in their beds on Christmas Eve. I so wake understand up that. at home on Christmas morning. Yeah. Um, and you know that was hard for me because we always had the tradition of going to my grandma's on Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. and doing a whole stocking thing and having soup. And, like, Mm -hmm. it was a tradition that I loved that was really important to me for my whole life. Mm -hmm. But 
it was something that I had to let go of because... You wanted to create a new tradition. I wanted to create a new tradition. Something because it was practical because of the weather situation thing. And, like, I wanted to create this tradition that was special for my kids as well. Mm -hmm. Well, because then they get that feeling also. Yes. The same feeling of, like, nostalgia and love that you had for this tradition of going to your grandma's and eating the soup. Like, they get to have that about the tradition that you have created space for. Yes. And then then with that, the tradition is that we... um, we always stay home on Christmas Day. We don't ever. I love that. That's have to, lovely. We don't ever have to like get up and open presents and like get dressed and rush out the door and and mm-hmm. go to grandma's for lunch and our aunts for dinner and oh, everywhere else. That's because nice. that was something I always was sad about growing up. Was like we would wake up and open our presents and like be out the door like we'd have to leave everything behind and like be out mm-hmm. the door and like by the time we'd get home it'd be late and we wouldn't get to open anything and oh I know like then you know like I just I wanted I wanted Christmas to not be so stressful it always felt so stressful as mm-hmm. a child yeah. I I imagined as a parent like it would be a thousand times more stressful and I didn't Christmas was magical for me as a child, and I wanted it to continue to be magical for me as an adult. So I, love I that for you. did what I could do to make it continue to be magical. I love that. By being easy and not stressful. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we stay home in our pajamas and play bingo, and I let the kids play with their toys and hang out and be cozy, and we watch movies. and yeah. So allow yourself to dream, you guys. What what feels a little stagnant or something that stresses you out that is perhaps ready to be blessed and released from your life, right? Mm-hmm. Or like honored and let go of. Because we're not saying like, fuck the past traditions and fuck past us who upheld them. Like that's not... Right, right. That's not... That's not the vibe. No. And I think those of you listening and watching probably know that if you've been listening or watching for any period of time. Right. <laughs> on this on this podcast. Absolutely. So honor what was and decide what best serves you going forward. Because it might be doing a holiday early. Right. It might be I'm doing a holiday late. Maybe it's I don't know. What what was the what was you had mentioned something about something that you're doing with hope that's a little bit different? Oh yes. So holidays with my family um were this is Kayla trying to figure out how to say it without like offending her mom. Um Hi, mom, if you're listening, I know you don't listen all the time, but if you happen to be listening to this one, please know I love you before I say these words. Like, this is no shade at you or any of, like, this is not meant to be shade worthy. This is just an honest representation of my Also, don't have to say it if you feel like it's going to offend anybody. Oh, no, it's fine. Okay, I'm sorry if I... No, I just... Okay, go ahead. I want to speak my truth and not have my mom feel sad 
And here's a nice reminder that I don't get to control her feelings. Yes, true. She's in charge of those. Yes. I'm in charge of mine. Yes, that's true. So anyway, holidays often felt very stressful. Christmas specifically Mm -hmm. usually felt very stressful because we were constantly going from like grandma's house to grandma's house. It was a lot of work for us Mm -hmm. because we did the bulk of the work at both places. Oh, yeah. And in later years, like when I was in high school and in college and stuff, like I really started to see how it was in many ways my family being of service Mm -hmm. to other to like my cousins to my aunts and uncles like we would be like behind this counter serving people and they just got to enjoy it and we had to like be in charge of like all of the mechanics of making sure the food was ready and the plates were out and oh wow it just was a lot Mm mm-hmm and so my sister now is like, well, fuck that. We're just going to order a honey-baked ham and we're making no food. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not my preferred method. I would still prefer to make a meal myself with yeah. my husband. Um, but I honor that for her because mm-hmm. I don't care as much as she does right. about changing that tradition. Yeah. So because she cares so much about it, like I will help her have that boundary for herself yeah. to not feel like... Food is what is stressing her out on a holiday because as I rework my relationship with food, food shouldn't stress you out. Right. (laughs) Yes. So true. It still does stress me out sometimes Mm -hmm. and I am working with myself on that. So if I can do that one thing for her, Mm -hmm. then let's do it. Let's get that honey baked ham and those weird mashed potatoes that don't taste as good as what Carrie would make. But that's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, let's just do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and then for Thanksgiving every other year, um, well, every other year for Thanksgiving, we're either in his hometown or here in Omaha celebrating with my family. So mm-hmm. we trade off Christmas and Thanksgiving every other one. Oh, yeah. So when we are home for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and we do the honey baked ham with my family, mm-hmm. then... We always make like our own mini Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I, we don't usually do that on the years that we've been traveling to Elwood because then it just feels stressful and not yeah. as fun. Right. Um, but we like make our own little turkey and yeah. we make our own mashed potatoes so that I still get that feeling. Yes. And that gets to be okay. Mm-hmm. It gets to be okay that my sister gets to honor one of her boundaries and I get to respect yeah. that and I get to have fun with my husband yes. cooking food. It all gets to be okay. That's great. See, I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets what they need. Yeah. Well, and when you're willing to respect a, a new perspective from a family member. Yes. Like you get to grow your relationship with that person. Because it may, it helped me to realize how much that had impacted her. Mm-hmm. And how her perspective on how that impacted her was very different from my perspective on how that impacted me. Right. I don't mind at all being of service to someone that I love and that we mutually pour into each other. Right. That doesn't trouble me at all. Mm -hmm. Happily, we'll cook you chicken Alfredo. Like, I don't. Yeah. (laughs) That. 
Yeah. I say that because that's like my easy go-to Right, meal. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I offer to cook for you, it's very likely that it will be that. Um, and it's delicious. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, whereas she just doesn't want any part of it at all yeah. right now. And that that's okay. That's yes. be- that's great. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it gives it gives you space to get to know your people better mm-hmm. when you listen to what new boundaries or new traditions might take place. And it's okay if you want to start a new tradition and it may or may not hold or it's something that happens every other year or whatever we've donated a couple times to heifer international instead of buying gifts for each other oh yeah and i think that that's awesome like i think we bought alpacas for someone one year you know what i mean or like on on a leaner year we might get someone like a a beehive or whatever so but we don't do it every year. So right. it's okay to be a little loose with what you call a tradition. Right. Because when you zoom out and look across like a decade, mm-hmm. like we've been pretty consistent at donating to Heifer International. Yeah. So yeah, be be willing to give yourself latitude. Yes. Be willing to give yourself flexibility and grace. Yes. And it's okay if it doesn't turn out the way you wanted it to the first time. You can keep refining whatever that tradition might be or that change might be. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you think that a tradition that you thought you would really like, you really don't like. Right. Being flexible. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. Things are always changing. Mm-hmm. So be ready to change with them. That was, um, I had coffee with our sweet friend Amy mm-hmm. um, last week on Friday. And she, her and I, her and I were talking. Um, she's getting into a new stage of her life where... They are almost empty nesters, right? They only have one mm-hmm. child left at home. Um, and she's, you know, a teenager. She's in high school. Um, but she's also going and hanging out with her older siblings who share an apartment. Yeah. And like, like, so she's going and, and hanging out with her older siblings a lot. So, um, you know, Amy and her husband are, you oh, know, yeah. real close to empty nesters. Yeah. And they're talking about... Um, you know, what are holidays going to be looking like yeah, and stuff going forward. For sure. And I was like, wow, you know, I hadn't, you know, I'm still, my, my kids are still quite young, that mm-hmm. I'm still real in the thick of it. So I haven't really thought about yeah, you've that You've got a lot, either. about eight years left on yeah. that timer. Yes. And like, she's just like, I, looking at, you know, what, what are her holidays going to look mm-hmm. like going forward? Like. Looking at making new traditions and doing different things. And I was like, wow, that is such such an interesting, like, Change in time. perspective. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but it's exciting. Like, she's looking at it, like, from, from a, like, a hopeful, fun, adventurous kind of, kind of an angle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. And I was like, oh, I, and I gave her a suggestion. I was like, one of the things I remember doing when I was, like, a teenager one of my favorite things to do on like Easter and Christmas and Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. m- my best friend Laura and I, when we were in high school, like we would go and we would do the family thing mm-hmm. and we would do family lunch. And then by about like three o'clock or four o'clock, we would like 
call each other and be like, okay, we need an out, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're ready. And then we would go to a movie because the movie theaters are open on the holidays. Yes. And we would go to a movie and it's not super crowded. Mm hmm. But it was just so nice to like step away from the noise, right? Mm hmm. And the energy of extended family. Mm hmm. <laughs> With a friend. And go sit in the dark and eat. Some, I don't even think we ate, probably ate popcorn. We were probably so full from all of the like probably. food or whatever. Yeah. But like, I, it was just nice to go and sit in the dark with a friend. <laughs> I love that you had that yeah. like, little tradition of like private yes. time. Yes. My sister and I did something similar. Yeah. So at some point, my grandparents transitioned from hosting Christmas at their house mm-hmm. to hosting Christmas at the community center on oh, Christmas nice. Eve in their little town. Well, actually, the town next to their town because their town isn't big enough for a community oh, center. Oh, cute. Uh, wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just sadness. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So my sister and I would always find some reason to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to the grocery store. There was another little shop in town um, that just sold like giftables. Yeah. And because it was Christmas Eve and not Christmas Day, it was open. Yeah. So we would always just go there and we would just walk around for like 20 minutes, half an hour. Nice. Because we would have never been allowed to like go do something with our friends on a holiday like that would have never yeah. been a, yeah. a thing that we had permission to do so we would just find our own little escapes nice and just very nice go have quiet moments of peace um because again it was usually in that time period before we had prepared everything oh yeah and then when people were arriving there was that little moment of time yes. where we could like just relax from the chaos of having prepared so many things mm-hmm. and just got to mm-hmm. chill and look at pretty oh, things. Yeah. So feel free to build yourself a tradition of escape. And if you also... <laughs> was that in Springfield? Um, So it was in Louisville. The cute little shop was in yeah. Louisville. Mm-hmm. Did I know that? Well, my grandparents lived in Cedar Creek. I don't know where that is. Um, it's just a little bit further um, southeast of Louisville. I don't think I knew that. Like, if you're driving from Louisville to Plattsmouth. I don't know how I knew that. Okay, it's okay. That's all right. Okay. Well, anyway. Anyway. That's, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cedar Creek was my hometown also. We lived okay. across the street from my grandparents. <laughs> It was real cute. Yeah, we lived around the corner, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, if you guys have if you guys have escapism traditions, yes. I would love to hear them down below. Or in any way that you've changed a boundary or a tradition, like, let the other people listening know, like, enforce that change is possible. So yeah. if you've got something to share, we would love to hear it. Or feel free to email it to us at yoursoulwelcome at gmail.com. Y-O-U-R-E, soul welcome. And you can share it. Be like, I want to be anonymous, which is why I didn't comment. And then just tell us your story and we'll share it that way. I would love to hear some stories. Mm -hmm. 
Really, any stories you have about Mm -hmm. setting boundaries or finding your self-love or deepening your self-intimacy, any stories that you want to share either with your name and preferred pronouns attached or totally anonymously, you can email them to yoursoulwelcome at Mm gmail.com. That's a email address is listed below in the show notes um, or description also. Oh, you got the hiccups? I do. I have a little bit of the hiccups. Whoop, whoop. I'm not a fish. I have lungs. You do have lungs. A whole diaphragm, actually. (sighs) (sighs) Indubitably. Yeah. Okay, I'm better, I think. Thanks. Yeah? Okay, great. Mm. (sighs) Sometimes just the reminder that you have a diaphragm is helpful. I don't know why. I don't either. That's what, when my kids get hiccups, I'm like, you are not a fish. You have lungs. You do not have gills. I don't know what that has to do with hiccups. I don't either, but usually they look at me like that, and then they say that. And they're like, I, I, I know I have lungs. And th- But then they're confused, and then they stop hiccuping, and I don't know. What so I heard the same theory, um, but it was phrased as ask someone what their favorite kind of bug is when they have the hiccups. Oh. Because, again, it's so random and distracting. Oh, yeah. That, like... And you have to get them to answer quickly. Oh. Like, first thing that pops into your head, what's your favorite bug? Go. Because if they don't and they stop to think about it, then a hiccup comes and then it's ruined for some reason. Interesting. I don't know what the psychology of that is necessarily. I mean, I know that in coaching, we're taught a technique called a break state, which is to get someone out of their current framework. So it might be related to that. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Do they teach break states and dbt no no you just know what it is great no that was just no okay beautiful well so anyway there are (laughs) hiccup tricks for you yeah that's my hiccup trick. you're welcome i have a lot of hiccup tricks i get the hiccups a lot like a lot a lot i rarely get the hiccups i'll get the hiccups if i eat too fast which with my uh old teacher habits happens sometimes oh yeah Oh, yeah. Like, when you only have, like, 15 minutes to eat. Eat fast. I don't miss that. I don't miss that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. I'm so excited for snow days. <gasps> Samesies! Oh, you meant snow days from school. That makes sense. I thought you meant snow frolicking days. Yes, those also. I'm <laughs> so excited for snow. Well, now that I've got my snow boots, I'm also excited for snow. Yes. I would always be excited to see the snow with my eyeballs. I can't say I was excited to go frolic inside of the snow. Until now. Until now. (sighs) Mm -hmm. There's this um, coach that I follow, Melanie Mm -hmm. Ann Lair of Alpha Femme. Okay. And... I was inside one of her programs and in it she was doing this live outside with this giant like black almost like Russian looking fur hat. Yes. I don't know if it was faux fur or real fur. Oh, okay. Um but it was such a vibe. Yeah. And I remember thinking then like god I wish I loved being outside in the winter enough <laughs> to do a live outside in the winter. Oh, so, hey, hey, 
We'll see how it goes. You already agreed to do an episode outside in oh, the winter. Fuck, I did. Yeah, I? you did. <laughs> video. We have video evidence. Hello, winter, my old friend. Yeah, look at you. You're already for winter. Look at that. I'm look at you. You're all, again. You're I know. all dressed. I got my everyday sweater. I got long sleeved little shirts. You're all dressed like you're cut. Like you look like Elsa today. I do look like Elsa today. trouble while others don't okay we need to stop oh, yeah we need now. to stop because of disney just be chill why can't you just be chill just let people enjoy their lives okay anyway. like, yeah alan menken is a genius and i don't know who that is it's okay i know it is <laughs> Good. I'm so glad that you do. I was reassuring myself, okay? I was reassuring oh. myself. It was for me. Okay, gotcha. Check. Cool. Alan Menken is the writer of uh, most of the music for the Disney princesses. Oh. Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Sin. No, maybe probably not Cinderella, oh but God, like my urge to sing all of those songs right now. Tangled. I don't think I know any songs from Tangled. You saved me. I know. I know you love Tangled. I'm. I don't. I just don't care. At last, I see the light. Stop it! Stop it! No, we can't. We can't. You they could literally one? sue us. You don't know that one. I did once you started singing it. I just couldn't come up with it off the top of my head. Okay. Is that okay now? Yeah, I feel better about it. Okay. <sighs> You're a goose. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, movies would be a good idea uh, on the holidays. Mm-hmm. To make things a little bit more chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know. I think just... Sometimes when I'm stuck for ideas on what I want to do, I write down all the things I don't like. And then I ask myself, what is the opposite of that? And that helps me generate ideas Mm -hmm. going forward on what I actually want. Because we know that with the energetics of the universe, focusing on what you don't want just means that you're even more aware of all the ways you're receiving that thing that you don't want. Mm -hmm. So when you can focus your attention on what you do want instead... You get to refocus your energy into the energy of desire Mm -hmm. instead of friction. So asking yourself what would be the opposite of that and then what else would be the opposite of that can help perhaps generate ideas on how you might want things to go. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And did you, I wonder, did you watch that video I sent you the other day where um, she started by asking when she was having trouble of trying to figure out like what to do or what to do next or or whatnot she started by asking in the end how do i want to feel what, mm-hmm. what's the goal of i don't know what i want i don't know you know what the, i want the solution to be mm-hmm. but how do you want to feel 
that's such a great point because I often ask myself, what would bring me the most peace? Yes. Do you want to feel happy and elated and joyful and exuberant? Mm-hmm. What brings you those feelings? Like, what what do you do that brings those feelings up in you? Do you want to feel calm mm-hmm. and relaxed and at peace? And also, let me point out that you can feel wildly exuberant and peaceful at the same yes. time. Like, they're not mutually exclusive. That is the best vibe. That's the best. That's my favorite. Like, absolutely deeply pleasurable and peaceful. Uh, (gasps) Yes, please. So all of these invitations that we're throwing out to you to deepen your self-intimacy, like, now is such a good time to be asking yourself those questions so that when Aunt Darla asks you to bring her favorite homemade pumpkin pie that you make you can be like well actually I don't have the capacity to make pie Mm -hmm. however I will absolutely come through with a dessert for you yes and set that boundary that it's not going to be the same and you would still like to participate yep you know what I mean yes I know exactly what you mean because last year I did not make seven different kinds of Christmas goodies you didn't and I love that for you yes Many people did not love that for themselves. What? And I understand because I also love to eat all of the different kinds of Christmas goodies that I make. Mm-hmm. But I was tired, y'all. And it's okay. You get to be tired and you get to take care of yourself. Yeah. And you know what? Now that we're talking about it, like, if it's freezeable, you could make it now. Yeah. And just freeze it between now and Christmas. Yeah, but... They don't, they get consumed in my house. Nothing stays there. Well, that I can't speak to. I know, to. that's okay. That's, that's a whole different boundary yep. situation. I know it is. <laughs> I I'm aware of that. Um, yep, 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 yep. Because yep. like sugar cookies could be made now and then you can frost them later. Or you could make sugar cookies now and then in two weeks you could frost them and then wait for them to dry, stack them nicely between wax paper, and put them back in the freezer for Christmas. Like, there are ways in which you can invite yourself to create pathways to more peace for yourself while still honoring a beloved tradition. Absolutely. So it's, it's just, perhaps ask yourself what would future you feel good in receiving. Yeah, we always love to help out our future selves. I love being of service to future Kayla. Yeah. Once I started phrasing it as this is a thing I'm doing for future Kayla, not for present Kayla, it becomes infinitely more likely that I will do something. Yeah. Like, even if it's doing the dishes. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing them now for me, Kayla. I'm doing them so that future Kayla can walk into her kitchen and see... A beautiful, clean kitchen. Yeah. I got to start telling myself that one more often. You're going to walk into your kitchen and have a beautiful, clean floor. I am, because I swept the floor because I broke a wine glass. (laughs) (laughs) So that floor is very swept. (laughs) I was going to say clean, but I did not mop it. It's okay. And don't ask me the last time it was mopped. That's okay. 
That's all right. That's all right. I'm ready to refocus on my cleaning game. Fun fact. Me too. Yeah? I've been trying. I've been trying. Good for you. Little bits every day. I love that. That's exciting. I'm unearthing. Yeah, that's big potatoes for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. I think I think it truly is seasonal for me because the instant the leaves started falling mm-hmm. and the trees became bare instead of full of leaves, yeah. I started wanting to clean more. Yeah, because you want to be inside your house more. Well, I, I think it's because I don't have beautiful things to look at anymore outside, so I need yeah. my inside to be beautiful. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Like, you want to spend more time inside, and you want your inside to be pleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and one of my friends posted that she was getting back to deep cleaning her house again. Like she had gone through a phase of not being able to connect with deep cleaning her house, Mm -hmm. which I totally understand. And that got me thinking because she said a phrase like, well, I might not like cleaning, but if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it up to my standards. Like my standards of like doing a job well. Yes. Yes. Of doing a job that makes you feel that pleasure on the other side. Yes. And so in response, I was like, I love A, that you said that. B, it makes me wonder how I can bring more sacred ritual into cleaning. Mm-hmm. Where cleaning feels like a loving act of custodianship that I get to do for my house. Yes. Like. And energetically, too. Yes. Because cleaning your house and your space is still cleaning your energetic space. Mm-hmm. Sorry. For sure. No, yeah. you're fine. And speaking of energetic space, I was speaking with my husband last night. I don't even remember what he said, but it was in reference to, oh, I was going to bed. So he was joking with the dogs. He was like, she's going to go to bed where she has marshmallow and her sleep mask and all the things that she loves. And I was like, well, it's not all the things that I love. Like you guys are in there. And then I turned to reference the rest of the living room. And I was like, you're right. None of this is necessary. (laughs) And I don't know where that thought came from yeah. specifically. I don't know what I changed in my mindset yeah. for sure. But I just looked at my living room and I was like, literally at least 50% of this can just get out of my house. Yeah. Like it can just go. Mm-hmm. And maybe that even just that would be helpful as you head into the holidays. Clearing your space energetically might feel really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying what that has to look like. That might not look like cleaning or decluttering for you. That might look like making sure you order your favorite candle. Yes. Which also I totally recommend Sucker Creek Candles. They are not a sponsor, but I do fucking love them. And they're local to Omaha. And you can order them online and get them shipped to you. And you, they are available at a couple places locally, like in person. Yes. So Sucker Creek, you can find them on Facebook. Yeah. They're my favorite fucking candle. Also the Palo Santo. So good. Cedar Cedar Sweet. sweet. So good. (laughs) Magi. Also banging. I guess Uh, I only have the incense um, of that. It's almost Christmas time. Mm Mm-hmm. So what is the one that we, the Christmas? 
Christmas. Oh, Santa's workshop. Excuse me. Oh, Santa's me. workshop is so good. I only burned half of mine last year. I have half of it remaining. Yay. I love that for I've you. already started burning it. <laughs> I love it so much. So whatever little rituals you can engage in that help the holidays feel more frictionless, like easier, start doing those things. Pre- prepare the way yes. to a peaceful holiday to the degree to which you can make those changes. Mm-hmm. Because I also know that it's a busy season and extra changes might seem like too much. Yeah. And I would invite you to the other side of that philosophy that says that any changes you make are less uncomfortable than the discomfort that you're living in currently. Yeah. Stagnancy. Like that discomfort of where you are now will always feel more uncomfortable because there's so much more friction involved in people pleasing and not being true to yourself in and anything that causes more disruption in your life Mm -hmm. than deciding to make one little change that could lube up your life right like if we're talking about friction making changes towards being more authentically true to yourself and making changes that perhaps bring more peace like that's just squeezing a fuckload of ky jelly on your life yeah That it's another one of those phrases where I'm I like, love it. I love please that don't turn that into a gif. I love that metaphor. <laughs> That's a good one. You're so welcome. <laughs> <sighs> it's 11.22. I love that for us. Mm-hmm. Should we leave it on that note? Yeah, I think so. I think that KY was Jelly, one. lube up your holidays. KY Jelly, you want to sponsor us? You'd actually <laughs> love that, wouldn't you? I would. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway. Invite yourself to make changes for yourself. We love you. We love you. Also, one of your changes might be getting a cup of coffee, a <gasps> karma coffee on your way Do it. to a family function or... On your way home or the day before if they are closed for the holidays, you know, because I don't know what their holiday hours are. You know what you could do is you could go get a Karma coffee on like the day before Christmas Eve and just stick it in your fridge. And then you have a cup of delicious coffee yes. in your fridge, like iced coffee ready to go. Or that go just get you some, warms your little cockles. Just go get you some of the roast some oh yeah the the miracle blend is really good so good we're drinking the creme brulee right oh now so good <sighs> yeah so good how can you bring a little bit more lube into your life i don't think that's how tracy wanted us to promote karma coffee but that's what's happening right now i love that for everybody of great okay I guess Tracy will let us know if she doesn't want to be mentioned in the same sentence as Luke. Why do you keep talking about it? I don't <laughs> know! 
because it's a great metaphor. I really want to keep asking myself, how can I lube up my life? Lube up your life. Well, I'll make that a thing. sticker. Because oh, I'm looking at ways. I'll make that a sticker. By all means, put it on the peach. I'm just kidding. Lube up your no. Gosh. <laughs> Here's the thing. So I'm looking at adding more pleasure to my life because I feel like I've created really good boundaries for creating peace in my life. So next we're looking to like amp up the pleasure. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the reason why I love the lube metaphor so much Mm -hmm. because it decreases friction and increases pleasure. And that is what I'm all about. You're dying right now. You definitely should increase. I was being serious. What are you laughing at? The amount of... Lube and pleasure conversation. Well, increase look. the lube. Look. Increase the pleasure. Yeah. That's all we're saying, folks. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all she's saying. Yep. Well, that's not all I'm saying, but that is a large part of what I'm saying. Increase the lube. Increase the pleasure. Lube up your life. Go with the flow. I'm just imagining myself smiling at the camera. And like one of those little like 90s like twinkles. Tink. Tink. <laughs> okay, I don't know how to put that in. <laughs> With the editing. Tink. I bet you could do it on Canva. Because you can make could. videos yeah. in Canva and then you can just port it in. Yeah. Hover it over. That I'll, might I'll be too just, much work. Yeah, maybe it is. I'll just. Okay. Just imagine it, you guys. Yeah. Tink. Just imagine it in your sweet little brains. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have for you. Lube up your life. Lube up your life. Ha! All right. Okay. We love you. Goodbye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Spice Girls. It's like, yes! Lube up your life! Please keep that in.